0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Surviving the Suck podcast. I know it's been a while, apologies for that. Sometimes in my life, and I'm sure many of you who are listening to this, you just need a break. You just need a breather. And I know, at least for me, when things get too busy and heavy and hectic, and I sometimes I just need to step back, recharge, and then come back when I'm ready. And I feel like I've finally been ready. And what's super exciting about that is I have one of my favorite people today on the podcast. And I know I, all of you make fun of me. I get messages all the time where you guys are like, you say that about every guest who comes on is it's your favorite person and you love them and blah, blah, But I really do. And this person in particular has grown to be one of my best friends. And I'm just so happy that I met her. Uh, if I had a little sister, Ainsley would be my little sister. Like, that's just... <laughs> you know, God put certain people in your life. I truly feel that he put her in my life for so many specific reasons because I learned from her more than I learned from some of the most amazing people in my life as well. So I am just thrilled and honored to have Ainsley Heard with me today on the podcast. And she's going to introduce a little bit more about herself, but I will tell you, you are in for a great episode and I'm just so excited. Ainsley, thank you for being on the podcast with me. Thank you. You're gonna make me cry before we even start with that introduction. <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> don't cry. Don't cry. It's, you know, we're surviving the suck. So you I guess are. if you want to cry, you can cry.
1: Yeah, before we start, I am a crier. I don't think I'm gonna cry. But like, if I do, like, that's just how it is. I'm just a crier. But I'm Ainsley. Uh, I graduated from Almond High School in 2021 in May. And then I now go to the University of Colorado Boulder, I'm studying electrical and computer engineering, which is super
0: hard, but super fun. And yeah. I know. (laughs) Crazy. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy listening to you and hearing you talk about your life in college because I don't know. I just feel like I've seen you evolve into this amazing person. You've always been amazing, but you've just gotten more amazing every year. It's just been so cool to see that. So yes. um, And even the engineering thing is Crazy to me because I I don't know if any of you listening are like me, but I am more creative, music, art, you know, writing, whatever. And math, science, it's totally not my gig. So congrats to you, Ainsley. That <laughs> you are good at these things, and you can do them because that's a big deal. Thank so you. I will say though, last semester
1: I had like physics, calc, like a bunch of these really hard classes, but like I found that music and like art and like stuff like that is like a really good way to like kind of take a step back from those and like Mm -hmm. kind of decompress a little bit once you're done like do a little bit of art while we're decompressing and then we can go back to like doing the super hard stuff and I don't know that's just one way that I found to like kind of de-stress while at college that's probably true for everyone even if you're not doing like a engineering like no matter what your major is I feel like that's a good way to de-stress honestly
0: absolutely yeah and I also think it's a it's really what you're talking about is balance between, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that you enjoy and sometimes the things that you don't always enjoy and just always having that balance. And that's a word actually that I've been trying to work on in this new year because it is now officially 2022. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel that this year, something that I'm really trying to take seriously is balance of cutting out the things that really don't bring me joy And even if there is something that I have to do that doesn't bring me joy, like really reevaluating that and then also balancing that out with things that I really do enjoy and just making sure that I'm not overly busy. I'm making more time for myself, but just keeping it level, you know, and it's not always going to be level. I know people talk about work life, school life balance, but a lot of times it's not a balance. You just have to figure out what you need to get through that day and then the next day just try to make it better and try to do better and that's Mm -hmm. all you can really do so I love that you said that because it made me think about my new year's kind of resolutions but question for you are you thinking about any resolutions that you've been working on or anything this next year you know whether it's mental health wise or anything at all what what are you trying to do better in your life
1: um I think just like in general I'm just trying to be like I'm gonna say more joyful person is what I'm gonna say yes because I don't know I feel like it sometimes it is definitely hard to be happy I would say just with everything everything else going on and sometimes you have a lot of stuff going on but I feel like for me and I think for a lot of people there's a difference between like being happy and being joyful Mm. and I think that like I'm gonna try like in this year to like focus on like being a joyful person and like finding the joy out of life and like stuff like that just because like you're not going to be happy all the time. Like there are days when you're going to be sad. Like that's just kind of how life is. Like even on those really sad days, if you can find like a little bit of joy, like within them, I think that'd be a good way to go
0: about the year and we'll see how that goes. I love that. I love that you said there is a difference between being happy and being joyful. And you can just tell when someone's joyful because I almost feel when I'm around people who have that joyfulness about them, I instantly... I'm gravitating towards them and I also want what they have. And I'm trying to figure out what do you do in your everyday life that makes you so joyful because it's not easy to be joyful all the time, especially to be joyful in hard situations. So I love that you said that because I think that rings so true for so many people, especially throughout this pandemic of just knowing, Mm -hmm. you know, it's okay not to be okay. But I feel like we've had a lot of those days the past, what, almost two years now Oh, which is crazy. So yeah, it's definitely crazy. And you've had a really interesting life transition. I feel like I did as well, where you graduated high school and you went straight into college through kind of COVID and same with me, except for I graduated college and went into the workforce through COVID. So what has that transition been like for you? And, you know, have there been obstacles in the way that have really been hard?
1: Yeah. So deciding where I wanted to go to college, like that was a very late decision for me. I applied to so many schools and everything. And a lot, like some of them were very close. Like when it came down to it, my final two schools were like Colorado and then University of Illinois, Chicago. So like, obviously that's pretty close to where we are now, but I kind of just like went for it. And like said, I think decision deadline is like May 1st. And I think I decided on April 29th, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Colorado and we're just going to see how we like it. And then that's just going to be how it is. And then I kind of like forgot, about, like made the decision and then that was it. And then like enjoyed my summer or whatever. And then it got to be August and I was like, okay, well, I have a roommate. I have a couple people people's Snapchats and like, that's kind of it. So we're just going to go and hope for the best. And honestly, it was really hard. I met like a lot of good people, like right away. But like one of the things in college is like there's a lot of people who are like looking to make friends and like everyone's in the same position as you are. But going from like being at home and like having like deep friendships, like and then going to like having a lot of friends who are super nice people, maybe, but not gets a lot of like superficial friendships just because you haven't known them long enough. Like you're not going to the first day you meet someone go into these super deep talks. Obviously, like I wouldn't expect that to happen. For me, at least, like, one of the hardest things about college, like, those first couple months is not having anyone, like, physically present that you could have, like, a deep conversation with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was kind of, like, my biggest thing. I had a lot of people who were super nice to me, and, like, we went to dinner or had classes together or whatever, but we weren't having those, like, connections, and I feel like that was something that I kind of missed out on at the beginning of college.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people who move or they go to college or even just any kind of change in their life. It's, it takes a lot of courage to do that, to change course and to kind of mix things up in your life. And then also be in this place of, okay, there's no one that I can physically have this deep connection with right away. Or especially in today's society, it's just, it's a lot harder to establish real connections, I feel like Mm. too. Yeah. So I can understand how that's got to be That had to have been especially incredibly lonely for you in the beginning. How did you navigate that loneliness?
1: With that kind of thing, I was very grateful for all of the technological advances that we've made. However, like FaceTime and like texting and everything, it it was super nice to have that because that honestly made it like a lot easier. But even with that, I know there's not much of a time change. It's only one hour back, but I was, oh, like, does someone want to FaceTime tonight or something? And it'd be like, 9 p.m. here and people were like oh I'm going to bed I have school in the morning at eight o'clock in the morning like my high school friends and I was like oh like I, I get it or whatever so it was just we had all of the things available to us but I feel like in that time of my life you kind of do have to like plan for when you're going to talk to someone mm-hmm. like it wasn't always just like hey are you FaceTime someone and they'll always be available to answer
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially like some of my other friends in college they would have classes when I was off and then I would have classes when they were off. So it was kind of just like, you really did have to plan like when you were going to talk to someone. Texting is different, but if you wanted to like FaceTime someone and like really talk, like you did have to like plan that sometimes just because everyone's so busy and everyone's doing like a bunch of different things.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think something that helped me, I remember in college, especially when the pandemic started is exactly what you said, is I had to kind of plan out Mm-hmm. my virtual calls because I was realizing that I was getting incredibly lonely because I was at at school in this house practically by myself for two months. And I was literally every day trying to schedule calls and, you know, stay on top of my schoolwork, but also make sure that I'm having that social interaction. And I think so many students, especially in college need to be reminded of that. And even adults too, like, just to know that scheduling that time for you to be social or for you to just be comfortable with someone that, you know, you trust and you love or whatever it is just to have those conversations. It's so needed because no matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert, like that conversation will energize you in some way, whether you just need to vent, whether they're getting you ramped up about stuff and it's exciting or you're talking about ideas or whatever it is. I, I find that most of the people that I talk to, even virtually, I walk away usually feeling a lot better. And, and mm-hmm. I even find, find it when I do these podcast interviews where I guarantee you after this interview with you, Ainsley, I'm going to walk away and be all amped up and want to do all these things. But before then, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I want cookies and sugar, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So sometimes you never know. But I think it's so important for people to remember that if you're feeling alone, to reach in to yourself and, and connect with yourself, but don't be afraid to connect with others too, because it will help. Even if it doesn't feel like it, it will Mm -hmm. help.
1: And something else, I feel like a lot of people in like COVID times and being like separated with college and stuff or separated for whatever reason, people often are like, oh, if we have to plan out when we're going to talk or hang out or something, then maybe this like isn't worth it but I think it is worth it I think just because you're busy with someone doesn't mean that you can't you still like it's still important to have those conversations and just have any conversation really even if it's not about anything important obviously there are some times where you're just gonna you're having a bad day and you just need a call right now but I think spontaneously but I think it's also really important to like make sure you're having conversations with people on the regular like just making sure you're talking to people just interacting You know what I mean? Even if you have to plan it, like there's nothing wrong with planning a call with someone. It's actually better because you, you have something to look forward to. If I know I'm calling Haley like tonight, then I'm like, Oh, the whole day. I'm like, Oh, I get to talk to Haley tonight. It's okay. Like it'll be better
0: afterwards. I just get to get to talk to Haley. Yes. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. I love that because it is true. It gives you something to look forward to. And you know, even if you're in a place where you just feel incredibly sad and lonely Um, just to also let your friends know, because I'm this way sometimes where I will get kind of in this deep, dark place and I have a hard time reaching out. And I feel like there are people like you or other friends around me who know when that's happening and they'll reach out and they'll be like, Hey, let's go do something or let's FaceTime or whatever it is because they know that I'm struggling. So they're going to make that, that effort. So sometimes Mm -hmm. Sometimes as a friend, too, if you have someone around you who, you know, struggles with depression or anxiety or whatever it is, or, you know, even just life in general, right? Surviving the suck. Just to check in with them. And sometimes that that check-in even just looks like, hey, let's go do this. Or, you know, do you want to come to this movie with me or whatever it is? And that really can make a difference. Mm-hmm. I
1: agree. Something else with going to college and making new friends and like those connections and stuff There's like kind of an invisible line when you meet someone new where we're like talking and like getting to know each other or whatever, but there's kind of like a line that we don't really cross over and then you just cross it and then you're there. Whether it's like that about like some deep emotional thing or something you have going on or like a deep belief you have, something like that. Like you kind of have to cross that line and meeting so many new people and like forming so many new friendships. It was hard to kind of cross that line because like if you were having a bad day or something, when you first meet, like something that I struggled with, I don't know if this is going to make sense when I say it, but finding out when to like cross that line. Cause like, I was having like a really hard time when I first like got to school and I was kind of having a lot of bad days, but I didn't want to like tell these people that I just met. Cause I was like, I don't want them to think like, I'm like a sad person all of the time. Like I'm just having a hard time right now. I want to tell them about it. Cause I want to like share in this with them, but I don't want them to think I'm just wanting to stay in my room all the time. I want to get to know them. It was like a hard finding that balance, like another thing with balance. Like it was just hard to figure out what that was.
0: Yeah, Oh, absolutely. I could totally see that. I struggle with that even just with people that I know too. Mm-hmm. And, and even especially in dating as well, Yeah. if I'm trying to date someone, I mean, you know what it's like to be young and single in today's world. It's horrible, <laughs> but also <Yeah>. it's, <laughs> it's not fun. It really isn't. But also, you know, it's It's hard when you have mental health issues or you're going through something hard because exactly what you said. You don't want to be this person that you almost feel like you're faking it. But also, you know, you also don't want them to think that you're like this all the time. It's like, oh, I promise, like, I'm just really going through a hard time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I also think, too, that when you are authentic and transparent about your struggles with those people from the very beginning the way that they treat you through that says so much about them because they mm. barely know you. And yeah. if they step in and walk with you through that from the very beginning, like they're going to be an amazing friend or partner or whatever it is that you're looking for. Mm.
1: I will say I was struggling with this, like at the beginning of school and then one girl, she's one of my best friends. Now um, we were talking about this. We were walking home from a party And I was just like, she kind of noticed that I was kind of sad. It was just me and her. We went out with a group and then just the two of us walked back. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, kind of sad. And then we were talking about it. And then she opened up and she felt the same way that she had like, all of these things that she felt the same way about, she didn't want to come out. And she was like, I was telling her about what I was going through. And then she told me what she was going through. And she felt the same way that she felt like she didn't have anyone to talk to because like all of her friends were far away too. And we just kind of had this moment where like, we all feel the same. We just have to get past it and be able to talk about that with each other. And now we do all the time. I'm very lucky that I have a very good friend group at school that I can talk to about really anything with. It was just crossing that line, but once we did, we all realized that we felt the same way, and we do. now we have a bunch of people to open up to. So I feel very like lucky with my friends at school that we were all able to open up to each other in that way once we felt comfortable with it.
0: Yeah. Yes. And honestly, you just brought up something that is so true for everyone. Is we are so good at putting up these faces and these walls and these fake personas almost of people who we think we are Mm -hmm. and the reality is that all of us are struggling with almost the same things like we all know pain we all know what it's like to be depressed to be anxious at some point we all will experience trauma at some point in our lives if we haven't already and for some reason we all just go through life acting like Everything's good. Everything's perfect, you know? And when we actually start to talk about it, like you said, what you did with your friends, and you have this moment where it's like, whoa, we're all struggling with this. Why don't we talk about it more? Yeah. It's it's just so crazy. I feel that I see that a lot, even just in the professional world, especially. And I saw it a lot in college too, was people just want to put up this wall and pretend like everything's fine and good. And some people do cope that way. Don't get me wrong. But also, I feel like if we were just all a little bit more honest, we would all understand that we truly are not as alone as we think we are. Yeah. And it's so frustrating because I feel I'm in this realm of mental health advocacy where people are honest all the time. And it's actually really great because I feel I can be honest, but then you get in these other environments where, you know, it's either, either it's professional environment or, sometimes even the church environment too, where people will just, whoa, whoa, whoa. you know, I'm going to let you in, yeah. but I'm not going to let you in that much. Yeah. So it's, it's hard because I think if we were all just a little bit more honest, we would know so much more, not only just about each other, but ourselves.
1: Yeah. Like you said, we might not be going through the same thing, but how we're feeling and maybe can't relate to what you were going through, but I can relate to how you're feeling because of it. Cause I went through something else that you can't relate to, you can relate to how I'm feeling. Like, I feel like that kind of stuff, what you feel because of something, like everyone, everyone's felt heartbroken at some point. Everyone's felt sad at some point. Everyone's felt joy at some point. I feel like we can all relate to like the emotions that become of stuff. Even if you can't relate to the actual thing that happened, you can still relate by how you're feeling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's, so there's this friend that I have who, is teaching me how to pray the, the liturgy of the hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this. Th- these are prayers that priests and sisters pray. Normally, I believe up to like eight hours a day. Yeah, it's like, it's every day. It's like the, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and the prayers are different each day and they're different mm-hmm. Bible verses. And it's actually really beautiful prayer, but I have the shortened version. So I'm just praying the morning, midday and night prayer. And... When I was talking with this person about the liturgy of the hours and actually how beautiful it is, is, you know, they said to me, you're going to, your brain is going to benefit from this in so many ways. Like it's not only just a prayer, but it's a meditation, it's ritualistic. So it's kind of that stability of every day. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm doing at this time. And you take that time out of your day to really reflect, really pray and just connect with God but then also this person said you're connecting with so many people throughout the world who are saying those same exact prayers at the same time mm-hmm. that you are yeah and even that day if you come to prayer with just barely anything and you're hanging on by a thread to know that there's someone else in the world who's praying that prayer and feels the same way yeah and just to know how you truly aren't alone and And I think that can relate to almost anything in our life, whether you're listening to a song or reading a book or whatever it is to know that someone else is doing the same thing that you are. It might probably feel the same way that you do. And Mm -hmm. as human beings, we, we aren't alone, but it's so easy to feel that way. And it also sucks when you do feel alone and someone immediately tells you, well, you're not alone though it's like, well, I do feel alone. So don't- yeah, that's how I <laughs> don't feel. Like
1: I, know, like, I know I'm not, but like, I feel it right now. Let me have my feelings. Yes.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I saw something on Facebook too, where someone said, if I feel sad, please don't immediately share a story of something that you've been through or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I read it at first and I was like, okay, yeah, I get that. But then also I was like, but I do that to connect to people. Like yeah. if someone's telling me that they've been through this traumatic thing, like a broken leg or whatever, and I'm like, well, I actually broke my leg. And, you know, I know exactly how you're feeling, or I know a little bit of how you're feeling at least, and let's talk about it. I think it helps connect people, but yeah, you know, did you see that post flying around at one point? No, I didn't, but I also feel like there's something in a way, like with that,
1: i are like, oh, like my fish died, like I'm really sad about that. And then someone's like, oh, well, my father brother and sister all passed away in the same week and I was like I'm so sorry yeah you you win I like I feel like there's like a line with that where it's like like yeah there's a difference between like connecting I feel like trying to quote-unquote beat someone else you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because I feel like emotions and like stuff like that like it's not like a competition if you are feeling something and like you know someone's going through worse that doesn't invalidate your own feelings you know what I mean yeah like I feel That's something that I've struggled with so much. I'm like, oh, I'm going through something. But, like, this person, they have it way worse. It's okay. I'll just take a step back. I'm just going to not talk about it because, like, theirs is so much worse. But, like, my stuff's still important. Like, it's not as bad, maybe. But, like, how I'm feeling is still real.
0: You know what I mean? Absolutely, Yeah. And, like, the
1: way I have to deal with it is still real.
0: Yes. So, I don't know. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, really. And Mm -hmm. and even the crazy thing about that is you could go through something and it could mean so much to you and to someone else. It might not mean anything, but that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It just means that your situation, your circumstances, your environment, and your brain resiliency is vastly different from that other Mm -hmm. person. Yeah. So we're, I mean, our brains, we have set resiliency in our brain that you can change and shift, which is how amazing our brain is, is. You can literally make it stronger, but we all Deal with it differently. Mm-hmm, yeah. So you, you hit that right on the head. It's so true.
1: Yeah. You could go some, there's something like the exact same as someone else, and you guys could have two different reactions to it. And like their reaction is wrong. Like
0: mm-hmm. they're just
1: different. That doesn't mean either one's wrong.
0: You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. And you also touched on something where you said there's kind of this line when you're trying to relate to someone or someone's venting to you mm-hmm. in the way that you respond to it. It's really just the difference between sympathy and empathy. Yeah. Because sympathy is, uh, you know, hey, I broke my leg and you're like, oh, well, at least you didn't break your arm too. Could be worse, Mm -hmm. you know, or, oh, that sucks. You want a sandwich or whatever it is. Right. But empathy is, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I've been through something similar like that. I can't imagine the pain that you're going through. What can I do to help? it's just meeting mm-hmm. that person where they are and just accepting them as they are in that moment
1: yeah yeah meeting someone where they are is like that's so important to understand like, something that like is so important like at any point in your life is not you don't know where this person was before you don't know 10 like a year ago where they were 5 minutes ago you don't know where they came from to get to this place meeting someone where they are like You don't know where their journey was to get to this point. Like they could be in a place that doesn't look good for you, but that could be such a good place for them to be in. Like this could be such a good improvement for them. They could have grown so much to have to get to this point. You don't know anyone's journey that they took to get here. So I feel like remembering that when you're interacting with people that you don't know, you won't know every minute of their story because they're the only ones who will know every single minute of their story. You know what I mean? No person can know every single minute of someone else's story. So just acknowledging that and knowing that you don't know where they were, but maybe this is a good place for them or maybe it's not. Whatever it is, you don't know where they came from. And like you should acknowledge and respect that in a way, I think.
0: You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, absolutely. And I also think, too, it's so easy to judge people, Mm -hmm. especially because you might be seeing something crazy or you know maybe you're just seeing them act out in a way that's you know not okay but mm-hmm. something that I always try to remember is anytime I hear someone talking bad about someone or even if I'm judging someone I always try to think to myself what if you're judging them and they're in their lowest moment or they're mm-hmm. their lowest point of their life and they're putting on a really good face and this is why it's bothering you whatever it is and you're judging them yeah Like, I always think there's so much more to each other as human beings. And I often find, too, a way that I I try to deal with this is if I see someone who, or even someone in my life who I'm just annoyed with or whatever it is, I try to think about them as they may have been as a child, because we all have this inner child that's wanting to be loved and wanting to feel seen, safe, and heard. And if I can just imagine that person as what they might've been like as a child, I I view them differently. Mm -hmm. And I use that all the time because it's like, sometimes as adults, it's so easy to just judge people and not give them the benefit of the doubt, not give them grace, not cut them slack. And when you, when you look at it that way, it's like, wow, you know, you're really just a human being. Yeah. I feel
1: like something else we were just talking about this the other day, like thinking of them as a child in that way but also like having a child like faith in like certain aspects too it's going through life like obviously you've learned a lot since you've been a child so you shouldn't like forget all that obviously but like (laughs) you shouldn't go around acting like a child but in certain ways the trust that children have and like the wonder for life that children have and like the way that they act like a lot of bad things that happen in the world like are learned and like as a child everyone's just trying to like be happy and just go through life. Like they have such like a wonder for the world and like a wonder for other people. I feel like, and just like a curiosity for everything Mm -hmm. that like is something that we as adults could look for and try to learn from in a way.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. I love that because the childlike faith is so important. There's this quote that kind of reminds me of exactly what you were saying by Roald Dahl. And it's been one of my favorite quotes for a long time, and I've always tried to hang on to it. And it's really hard as you get older, I found, too. But it's something along the lines of, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's, you should always view the world with glittering eyes because you will find magic in the most unlikely places. Or it's something along those lines. Yeah. And I exactly kind of what you were saying, that childlike faith of viewing the world through this lens of everyone's good. There is love in the world. There is joy. There is laughter. There is light. And even through the the worst circumstances, to still try to have humor and still try to, to find the good. And, and it is really hard to do that. But I, I think there are so many things that can heal us as human beings. And I think love, humor, light, connection, all of that plays into it. And so you're right. The childlike faith is so important. And even just you know, if you're someone who is a faith-filled person to really connect with yourself as to what, what do you really believe? And Mm -hmm. when you find that truth and what you truly believe in to connect deeper to that, because I just, I just don't believe that we were put on this planet to just be miserable. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that that's true. And I might have a different belief system than you or any listener who's listening to this, but I just believe that there's something more to this life and we were put here to do something extraordinary Mm -hmm. and to make a difference to just one more person, the starfish story.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's my favorite. I love when you tell it. I love
0: it. It's a good, it's a good one because I think what so many people miss about that story is even if it feels like you can't change the world, you can change someone's world. And yeah. To always try to find the starfish in your day to make a difference to just one more person. But even if that person is yourself, then you do yeah. your job. Because yeah. so many times I've, I'm sure you felt this way, Ainsley, but I've focused way too much on other people that I've completely ruined myself in the process. Yeah. Life's about balance.
1: It is. Going back to like we were talking before about the faith and stuff, I was listening to another podcast. What was it? Oh, it was um, Joshua Bassett's podcast with Zach saying, Have you listened to that? No, I haven't. You need to. It's so good. Okay. Anyway, um, he was talking about how he was like, I just want to um, gather up all of the religious leaders and like all of the leaders, every spiritual be- belief, every Religious belief anything in the world and just put them all in a room and like say what they think about everything. He's like, because I guarantee everyone believes like the same thing. We're just going about it differently, is Mm -hmm. what he said. He's like, everyone just wants to be happy. Everyone wants to be nice to people. Everyone wants there to be joy in the world, like fundamental things like that. He's like, we're all going about it differently. And how you choose to go about it is 100% fine. Go about it in the best way for you. But we all just, in in a sense, just want to make others around us happy, make the world a better place, make sure we're happy and in ourselves, like stuff like that. Any way you choose to go about it is whatever works for you. But we all want the same thing kind of in the end.
0: Absolutely. I I believe that. Cause I, mm-hmm. I think I think you're right. I think so many so much of us, so many of us. Wow, I just really <laughs> butchered that. So <laughs> English is hard sometimes, people. It is. I agree. It is. But there are so many of us who were just longing for love and connection. And I think even the people that we think don't are really good at hiding it. Yeah. And I mean, we're human. That's what we want, we're humans.
1: Yeah. It's like so easy to find ways to disagree with people, but like there's so many other ways to agree with you. It's easier to kind of like look for the disagreement, but like there's so many ways that we're all similar. It's -hmm. like going back to what we said, Everyone can relate to like whatever pain you're going through. Everyone can relate to that from some point of their lives. We all kind of want the same thing and we've all felt similar things. Even though we've had completely different lives, we've all felt similar things and want similar things. And I think accepting that is, and if we all like know that and go forward, like that's such a huge thing.
0: Agreed. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And, and even going along with that too, this is a prime example is this morning I woke up and you know it's monday we're coming back from break it's oh, yeah it, you know it, it was going to be a rough day anyways but the first thing i saw when i opened my phone was one really almost kind of triggering text message and then also a facebook message from someone who i now understand that they were trying to be nice but in the message that they initially sent it w- came off really rude so oh, it like no. kind of ticked me off. Cause it was about something that I had posted and they took it a completely different way than what I was intending when I posted it.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: <laughs> it just, I like read these two messages and I was just ticked off. I'm like, this is so annoying. Yeah, you're just like, this is what I need today. <laughs> yeah. It, but in my mind, my first thought was this person is trying to ruin my day. Like that was my first thought. And then, you know, I, I literally sat and I thought about it for a few minutes And I was like, A, that is such a selfish thought to think this person (laughs) is literally just sitting there wanting to ruin my day. Like, what is selfish thing for me to think? What is my brain? And then also that, you know, it was a total miscommunication. And the more that I started talking to this person, the reason why they sent me that message and the reason why what I posted aggravated them so much was because it kind of was in their face because they were going through something really hard and they weren't ready to address that and they even told me they're like I'm going through some of the worst moments of in my life and it just it made me realize that that I am not okay and so immediately that person's message to me I took personally and I took it as well this person's trying to ruin my day which who who's trying to do that but also <laughs> you know on the flip side of it this person was really struggling and mm-hmm. thankfully it turned into this awesome conversation where we both were sharing about the things that we've been going through and you know why we were having such a bad day we were able to lean on each other which was beautiful but mm-hmm. you know can you imagine if i just would have won about my day and just blocked this person or whatever right and then just thought my whole life This person tried to ruin my day. Yeah, you know, (laughs) like yeah. (laughs) Sometimes, but and it's funny to laugh about, but it's true. As human beings, we do this so much Mm -hmm. to each other. We take everything so personally, and most of the time, it's not about us. It's Mm -hmm. about the other person because they're surviving the suck because they can't get through it. And sometimes it just exhibits differently than you, who you might be doing great in your life, or you might be doing crappy in your life too, and it just comes across differently. So yeah, yeah. it's just always yeah, important. It's
1: all, yeah, it's all, you don't know where someone's been today and you don't know where they're going and that affects your interaction with them, but you don't know what they've gone through in the
0: last week or month or year or anything. And
1: yeah, you,
0: yeah. it's true. Yeah. And, and honestly, I feel like Ainsley, me and you. I, I feel like we're so alike in a lot of ways. Yeah, we are. We really are. It's kind of freaky, but <laughs> I also think we are two people that you could probably look at us from the outside and think that person has never gone through anything in their life. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that you people, I think we are such high functioning people. We're people that usually are very happy, at least you are very happy and joyful most <laughs> of the time. So, on the flip side, I don't think people would look at us and think to themselves, wow, they've been through a lot, but we both have. And mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't know. Do you feel that sometimes that does happen to you or do you kind of place that judgment on other people? What does that kind of look like for you in your life? Um.
1: Well, I try to like go about my life as being a happy person, but it's also like, there's a line between like being a happy person and then like faking it honestly yeah because sometimes I am just I'm having a really good day and I'm just loving life and I'm just I'm just happy I'm just joyful but then there's sometimes where I'm like oh uh, I'm not having the best day but like I have to go to class so it's whatever Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie there have been like a couple times where I'm like okay I just have to get through this class and then I can I can get back to my dorm room and just like cry and I have done that like sometimes I'm just like I just have to make it through this class because I don't know I feel like my class is not the time or the place to like have a breakdown you know like I'm just trying to get through the class like get through it just so I can have that time to like process whatever's going on but I I try to like not put on like a fake face but it's also hard around if you don't know like people you don't want to just dump them like on dump whatever you're going through on a person you don't know yeah so it's kind of like hard to find that balance of like I don't want to go through life being a fake person. Like I want to be a genuinely happy person. Like I don't want to be someone who's fake and who's never honest about stuff, but I also don't want to go through life in completely like inappropriate situations to like dump things on whoever it is. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's all about balance. This keeps coming back up. I know it's all about balance. This is important. Maybe we need to think.
0: About I know. Balance. Right. I know. Yeah. I, I think I found the title for this episode, <laughs> but, but <laughs> yeah. You're right. And I think too I don't even know if I would call that being fake though, because I think there's a difference between being fake and just surviving or trying to survive or do the doing the best yeah, that you can, you you're know. You're right. You're right. And and sometimes for me, I know you've probably felt this way, but where there are days that are have been really hard and I have to go beyond, right? You know, I have to mm-hmm. go to to work or go do something and sometimes it's just easier for me to put on a brave face go do it and come back and let it out because Mm -hmm. I have no energy to let it out to someone else that day like I need to deal with it first but I have to get through these things and Mm -hmm. so again balance I think there's a balance between pushing yourself in a way that is okay for you but then also understanding that if things get too heavy, that it's okay to just break sometimes and just to allow yourself to feel it and to not push yourself overly hard either, because I, I feel for you being in college. I can't even imagine right now with COVID and everything too. But I remember there were days when I was in college where I would really push myself to extremes to get classwork done. And I even remember one time I was having severe suicidal thoughts and I had a test the next day and I just couldn't do it. Like I, it, was, mm. it was probably one of my lowest moments and I emailed my professor and I just was very honest and I said, I'm having suicidal thoughts. I am not probably going to be at class tomorrow to take the test. Can I please just have a day extension so I can get it together? I can feel it out and then I can go. And um, the response was not great to that which is crazy. But, you know, I had to be okay with that because to me, my health comes first. And so I took, I didn't go to class that day because Mm -hmm. I realized that I was like, I need to take care of myself first. Grades and all that can wait. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you can love your classwork. You can love your job. You can love all the things that you love in your life, but those things will probably never love you back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love yourself. And yeah. love your brain and the people around you. Yeah, but it's hard to do that. It's so yeah. much easier said than done. Because, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I feel like all of this is just so much easier said than done. Yeah, it. I mean, it. It truly is. And we also live in a society that says grades define you, and mm-hmm. it's just not true. Yeah. So obviously, Something- work hard, do the best you can, but you know, you come first. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent something else that i was thinking of while you were
1: talking is like in different ways that everyone copes and how everyone copes like so differently mm-hmm. i feel like you and i are definitely people who like we're just going to get through the day and then we're going to feel it out for ourselves and then we'll talk about, probably the next day we'll talk about it to some that's how i am at least i guess i can't really speak for you um like if something's happening i'm like okay i'm just going to go feel it out in my room and then like i'll talk to someone else about it tomorrow and then we'll like break it down and then we'll like we'll, like, we'll get through it but yeah. someone else that could not be how, like, they feel like they cope. They could cope in, like, a completely different way. And they maybe just need to talk everything out, like, every single thing, every part of it, out to someone else. And that's how, like, they cope. Or someone else might want to write it down. Humans are, like, just so interesting and just so, like, everyone copes in such a different way. And, like, the way that, like, two people can do, like, opposite things and it would work perfectly for them. Like, I think that's just so interesting and I love that. How, like, everyone just has their own thing and their own way to go about life and they're all perfect, like in their own way. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, hundred percent agree with you. I think it's the coolest thing that we're all so different. Yeah.
1: But like everyone's we're you could look at two people and they could be completely opposite, but they're perfect. Perfect. Like absolutely perfect in their own way. That's something so important to remember to not like compare yourself to someone else just because you look different than them or like you're acting different than them. Cause like, you guys are both perfect the way you are it's just looking it's just coming out differently but that doesn't mean it's wrong
0: absolutely yeah and and all you have to focus on is being the best Ainsley that you can be Mm -hmm. and I just have to focus on being the best Haley that I can be I can't be someone else but I can be the best person that I can be and Mm -hmm. that helps me to feel like I have some sort of control in my life yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's true but you know I think if you can really ground yourself and understand that because I, I find myself comparing a lot because that's what social media especially does to us is you're just judging someone else and they're judging you on social media mm-hmm. that's all it is but I think when you truly take a step back and you understand that I'm not those people and I'm never going to be those people mm. and there's even this quote that says if everyone went on the same diet we would all have different bodies still. We yeah. we exercising yeah. the same, doing, the, and I think it's the same with our brain too, is yeah. our brains are fluid. Our bodies are fluid. We're fluid as human beings. And the sooner we can understand that all you have to do is just connect with you, be the best version of you that you can be and enjoy this life that you've been given and to do something with it. And it doesn't yeah. matter what that is, but just to do something with it. And even if yeah. that's just to feel happiness at the end of the day, survive the suck, then you've done a really, really terrific job. Yeah.
1: Yeah, honestly. And like it's all coming in my mind, everything is just relating back to balance now. I know. So like, that just keeps coming up. I this I guess this is important. I guess everyone listening, work on balance, because I guess I need to too. But I was thinking about it and you were saying like comparing yourselves to someone on social media. And I think there's a balance in that too, because I think you could look at someone else on social media and be like, oh, I really like this aspect of what they're doing and the way that they live their life. Maybe I could incorporate a part of that into my life, but also the balance of understanding that you guys will never be the same person and that all you can do is be the best lady that you can be. You can't be the person on social media. Mm -hmm. But maybe you have this one part of their life that you like, and you could try to incorporate that. But at the end of the day, you're not the same person and you're both beautiful in your two unique ways, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because there's never going to be another you. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't replace you. And so to understand that is so profound when you really think about it, that you are that important that there's only going to ever be one you. Mm -hmm. And you are the one that's here and alive. And there's a lot of people who aren't and a lot of people who haven't gotten the opportunities that you've had in your life. So let's make the most of it. And again, it's a lot easier said than done, but Mm -hmm. there has to be some sort of childlike view on the world that can just bring joy, hope, and love. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we need. You are that
1: important that there's only going to be one you. I I love that. Me too. I know. I I love it. I love love it.
0: I know. And I have have to share this because there are two. There are two quotes on my desk that I have to share. Well, actually, there's three. The other one is away from my desk, but three quotes I want to share. You are loved. Love. You are loved. You make me happy when skies are gray. Oh, that's so cute. And then the third one is a thing of soap that a friend, dear friend, gave me that said, Today I'm creating balance. So I love whoever is listening to this. I think this is a sign for all of us that we need more balance in our lives. And maybe that's not necessarily the balance that we think it is. Maybe it's not always 50 50. Maybe sometimes it's, I can only give 20% today. So I'm going to ask other people to give me that 80% or, Hey, I can really give a good solid 90, but I know that I probably should take that extra 10% to relax and not do as much today. So finding that balance, whatever that looks like for you is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, Ainsley, you have been amazing and it's been so awesome. I love talking to you always, but doing I'm it on the podcast, tips. it just hits different, you know, it does, it does. <laughs> it it's different. So <laughs> My question for you as we're wrapping things up here is I know there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast and they are in the suck. I get messages all the time of people who, you know, just are struggling. And I think so many of us are struggling right now. And what would you tell someone who's listening to this who is in the suck and they're trying to survive it?
1: I think surviving the suck is so hard. But as we said, you are not alone. I know it definitely feels like that. It definitely can feel like that sometimes. But I know if you're feeling alone, have it, you can have the knowledge that you're not alone, but still feel it. And I think just like accepting that and just maybe today is going to be a really rough day for you. That does happen. Everyone has like really rough days, but maybe just trying to make tomorrow just a little bit better like having that I can't maybe I'm not like it's 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 all about balance I guess it's just gonna be maybe that's my thing for the year I don't know Yeah. like you can't like if you have a day that's if you just have a day that's just absolutely awful you're not gonna go and have a day where you can give 100% of yourself tomorrow or maybe you can maybe that's you but that's personally not like if I have a really bad day I'm not gonna be able to have a perfect day tomorrow and like I think accepting yourself and giving yourself that grace of like, I had a really bad day yesterday. That was really hard, but I got through it. So tomorrow I'm just going to have to try and have just a slightly better day just to make slight improvements. And then the next day I made it through that day too. Maybe I can make it through, I can make it through this day. Like Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like just like growing from where you are, like Mm -hmm. growing just from where you're going to be in a different place than everyone else in your life. Cause as we said, you're not them, but just trying to find little ways to improve your own life, wherever, whatever that looks like for you and wherever you are in your life, just growing where you are.
0: Yes. Bloom where you're planted. Oh, love it. I love that. that. a quote on your desk. And you know, <laughs> yes. And you know that plants need balance too. Flowers need balance. They need yes. the right balance, water, sun, energy. I love it. This is so good. Yes. I love Yes. Thank you, Ainsley, for being on the pod with me. We have tried thank to schedule you. this so many times and my yeah. own suck has gotten in the way. So thank you for everything you were You know, on. you
1: survived it, Haley. I'm proud of you.
0: Thank you. And you know, we keep You're surviving. We keep yes. surviving yes. every day. You made it,
1: you made it through your yesterday and we're here today.
0: Amen to that, sister. Amen. So <laughs> thank you for being an amazing guest, an amazing friend an amazing human being, because there is only ever going to be one Ainsley herd. and we love Ainsley. So we love <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I love you. And to anyone listening, thank you for taking the time to listen today. And most importantly, thank you just for being you and for being here and surviving, because like we said, there is only one you and that's a beautiful thing and a beautiful opportunity. So thank you for being with us. We're praying for you. We're rooting for you. And most importantly, if you really, really need someone or you're just really struggling and you are having thoughts of not wanting to be alive anymore, please understand that we there are people that love you and there are people that want you here. And we hope that you can find that within yourself again. We hope that you can find the love and the peace of wanting to live again. And Ainsley and I are rooting for you. But if you need someone, the Suicide Prevention Hotline is always available It's free. It's confidential. You can call that number at any time. That number is 1-800-273-8255. If you really need someone, please, please, please call. You can also text the hotline 741-741 at any time as well and have someone who is trained professional on the line with you and can help you get connected. So thank you again. And guess what? it's 2022. Let's make it a great year. And maybe this is the year that we finally learn a little bit more about balance. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your beautiful day with your beautiful faces and enjoy this life. Have a good one.